What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Successfully Unsigned. DJ Overheat here. We got Patty G with us. Special guest today, Holden, his manager, J.E. We've got uh, Robin in the building. The produ- Robin's manager. <laughs> see, I, see this is why, get her name wrong, though. This is why <laughs> Patty similar. G does the interviews, because I screw it up every time. <laughs> but we're here. We're back. Uh, happy to have you with us, man. Thanks for making the trip. Absolutely. Um, Thanks for having us. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Have a good weekend so far? Absolutely. Awesome. We, awesome. Uh, yeah. It was sad. Is your mic on? I, I don't hear it. Damn it. It was off. Wow. <laughs> Hello, everybody. They're starting off great. And you, awesome. you would think he was a producer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> producer, manager. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it was it was rough. Especially if, you're, if, you're, if you're a Titans fan today. It's not, I'm no a good. Bears fan, man. Yeah. It's worse. See the Dolphins score 70 today? 70. That was crazy. Insane. Insane. What was that? <laughs> Anyways, man, man uh, happy to have you on. Like I said, we've, we've been in talks for a while. Finally got you over here. Um, I guess we'll start off. Just tell us about yourself, you know, your roots. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, my name's Holden. Uh, I grew up in Utah, a little city called Heber City. Um, Hebrew City? Heber. Yeah. Are you Mormon? I'm Were not. Were you Mormon? Okay. I was. I was <laughs> okay. baptized. Okay. Yeah. I, I almost I Can almost you tell by my tattoos? Oh, no. I don't know. It's just Mormon for life. Yeah. <laughs> this whole segment is just him explaining his tattoos. Um, but yeah, no, I'm. I was. Okay. I was, but then. Like you said, Utah, and like I'm sorry, just automatically when I hear Utah, I'm like, oh, I wonder if they were Mormon. I was at the gas station the other day, and this guy had a Park City shirt on, and I just complimented. I was like, hey, I basically, I'm like 15 <laughs> minutes away from there, and the the clerk, the gas station clerk. She, uh, when it was my turn, she, the first thing she said, she goes, are there a lot of homosexuals in Utah? Oh <laughs> I was like, that was the most wild. There it is. Like, I'm just trying to pay for my stuff what? right now. Can I just, uh, so, yeah. just like, the accent yeah, was the so heavy opposite too. of Mormon. Yeah. yeah. It was so funny. It's just me trying to have conversations with you. And I'm like, can I get 20 on two? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I had somebody on FaceTime and then she could hear that. And she just like. Her mouth opens up and was like trying not to laugh, but like she, it was. Oh, play the clip. Play the play, so play the clip. You're gay. You're gay. Yes. And there's our one and only Taylor appearance for the night. Yeah. No more talking about Taylor yeah. now. That's crazy. You're the second guest we've had from Utah. Cause no uh, way. Yeah, Becca was from Utah, right? Oh, she. Yeah. That's right. She was. Yeah. I should have asked if she was Mormon. I don't think she is. I don't know. Becca, let us know. Yeah. If you watch. Anyways, <laughs> continue. From Utah. Yeah, I'm from Utah. Um, I'm a I'm an R and B pop artist. Uh, yeah, I mean, I live out here in Nashville now. Mm-hmm. But how I, long have you lived here? I'm officially moved out here in December. Okay, so, man. Okay, pretty, so do you like do you like oh, I living it. here? Okay, it's like every day I wake up a lot more happy. I oh, try to okay, tell all my good. friends too. I'm like. Nashville is the spot. Like all my friends, I make music back home. Interesting. They're like, no, nah, man. It's do you all about- do you like miss the views of Utah though? Yes. Yeah, it's it's that's weird. Like I said, it's weird uh, when you go back home, like the mountains and everything. Mm-hmm. You forget how big they are, because when you grow up, you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, they're just mountains. Right. But then you come here, you don't see anything. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's just like. You have to break your neck looking up at him. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I I saw a, a TikTok where they're like, people really just walk out of Target and just see like 
all these like beautiful mountainscapes. Yeah. Like, like I've never really been out West. So I'm like, Oh, it's beautiful. You got to get out there. That's really cool. No. Yeah. And I like Hebrew city is like a bowl of mountains. We have this mountain called Mount Tibinogus. It's like one of the biggest ones. Oh, um, I thought you were laughing or something. No, no, no. Like, I just. <laughs> What's like, wrong with Mount Tipanopus? Tipanopus. It sounds like a condition. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my goodness. No, it's it's rumored though that the reason why it looks like a girl is laying down. You guys should look this up after. But it's oh, yes. rumored that a uh, like an Indian girl back when the, you know all that was going on, she jumped off the mountain and the mountain grew into her. Wow. So it's crazy. It's like really? Moana. <laughs> kind of yeah is there one I, called scoliosis too and it's just what? Yeah. mount scoliosis <laughs> okay so you're out on mount T- tub of nuggets or whatever yeah <laughs> tub of nuggets <laughs> mount <laughs> and that's a mountain uh, i want to be on what what about what about that mountain Please. inspired you to start doing music Oh, absolutely nothing. (laughs) It's just a mountain. (laughs) No, it's a. It's really pretty though. Um, I will say when I go back there, I get very creative, and you know it's a hometown, so like, I get sparks Mm -hmm. of creativity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I built like a whole studio in the house I'm in, and it's you know I had to put up like the drywall and stuff. I felt like a man. I was like putting up (laughs) drywall. Yes, (laughs) but um, yeah, no, it's a. it's really cool to be back and forth, you know. We've played a lot of shows out there. Yeah. And got some, you know, pretty big turnouts and I mean I started when I was eighteen. I uh dropped my first song, Been On. I flew it to Chicago and uh uh recorded with this guy named Chris. He was a uh, an engineer and everything, but I'd met Chris through uh, another guy at Taylor Bennett's concert, Chance Rapper's brother. Mm-hmm. And was in contact, and he's like, "You should come out to Chicago, record." And so I went out there and did my first song. And uh, you know what? Actually, been on is not my first song. Uh, we were talking about this earlier. It was called "The Doors Closing." Was my first song, and I have the wow. file. It was so oh, so bad, <laughs> not good. But um, it's growth, man. It is, yeah, it's growth. It's how you measure growth. Yeah, exactly. So. I put that on sometimes to make sure. Yeah. You know, that's where you came from. <laughs> but uh <laughs> Did you get to meet Chance? I didn't get to meet Chance, no. Lame. Yeah. I would have liked to though. <laughs> yeah. I, I was a very I big him. Chance rapper yeah. fan. I still am. Yeah. But uh yeah, no, his brother Taylor, he makes really cool music and um just that whole Chicago scene out there is cool. Yeah. So, so did you live there or did you were you just no, visiting for a long time? I was just time? out there for like okay a week and a half to okay. record but and got kidnapped you're from chicago no right? yeah i'm from chicago yeah did you yeah. ever get kidnapped in chicago <laughs> no i've never <laughs> i was smart enough not to that leave the he wouldn't have gotten kidnapped if he had some brains up underneath that <laughs> honestly though that that's me like i am so naive and like yeah i once i once like drove home to my apartment at like 4 a.m and this guy was like hey can you take me home i was like yeah sure <laughs> and nah, bro. my phone was dead <laughs> I was in my glow-in-the-dark Halloween pajamas. Oh, man. <laughs> and I took this man home to the sketchiest motel in Murfreesboro. and He was he, just chilling at your apartment or what? So he was, like, outside of the apartment. And he's like, yeah, my brother. Like, I was visiting my brother. And I called an Uber, like, an hour ago. But they're still not here. And he's like, 
would you mind taking me home? Like, I'll pay you. I was like, no, you don't have to pay me. I'll take you home. (laughs) (laughs) And then as I get in the car, I'm like, oh, this is a really bad idea. And he was, he was a big dude. Like he easily could have murdered me. Could have been a torture. You're like, what's your name? He goes, Jeffrey. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Get out. Yeah. So then when I like, when he was like, yeah, turn here. I was like, oh, this is like the sketchiest motel in Murfreesboro. (laughs) And I was like, this is where I die. Like, this is the end. Is and no, they're going to find me in my glow-in-the-dark Halloween pajamas. <laughs> nope, but they'll find you, though. They, they sure. will. They find will. That. You'll be sticking out, and, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we have yeah, a heat signature. Anyway, <laughs> just, just this giant the dirt signature. Yeah. Oh, my God. So maybe I should stay away from Chicago, too. No, Chicago's fine, man. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> Chicago is really all right. No, it, as long as you have some, like... Some pretty much common sense and stuff. Yeah, I need to go. Right. I need to go with someone who does have common sense to keep me out of those situations. <laughs> right. It really, it's it's not too bad. But yeah, there's definitely places that you do not want to be yeah. at yeah. past the wrong hour. Yeah, right. I will say though, Chicago is like the most pretty city I've ever been to. Like really? very clean. Okay. Oh, I might like, be the only person to ever. Say that. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> say I loved water, it. Like, it was awesome, and I, I mean, I lived in like San Santa Cruz, but like San Francisco area, and. He's from Utah, and he likes Chicago the most. <laughs> like flat stuff and buildings. I love flat stuff and buildings. <laughs> all, right. All, right. Uh, all right. Anyways, yeah. Chicago. Um, but yeah. No, I'm it, glad you're here with us today. I am too. And by the way, guys, we had briefly discussed how he got kidnapped. but I got kidnapped. Yeah. It happens. That needs so to be, be the thumbnail. Out there. Yeah. That needs honestly, to be the thumbnail yeah, of this. Honestly, I got episode, kidnapped like, in Chicago. Yeah, and we'll make like one of those like fake YouTube story story time uh, <laughs> thumbnails where you're like have bruises all yes. over you. <laughs> I'm down. I'm Holy down. turning you guys into clickbait. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we need it. Yeah, honestly. But yeah, so um, yeah, I started out doing uh, album covers for people. I did one for Lil Yachty when I was like 16, That's so 17. Cool. That's so, so cool. I can't get over that. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty cool. I uh, I enjoyed doing it, but then I would produce for people as well. And, then, you know, people who would come in, I was just like, I, I could be doing this. And I wanted to do it. I was just too nervous to do it in high school. Right. But, you know, I grew up listening to a lot of – my mom was like huge influence for uh, – I mean, she played a lot of country – Taylor Swift, that was our thing for a while, <laughs> but then I wasn't, I wasn't gonna <laughs> hit it, do it. You're gay. Yep. No, but uh, we were listening to a lot of people. Like, uh, she's just really inspired me to do stuff, and my brother too. Yeah. Um, I was kind of telling you all that he was uh, on tour right now with All American Rejects, and Love worked them. with like They're Stevie Wonder, yeah, One Republic, yeah. Foreigner. Foreigner. Uh, oh yeah. That's crazy. No, it was dope. Like I gotta meet um Lou Graham and have a conversation about this album that we just you know Wow we put out Are we telling him? Yeah, yeah, no, I think this is gonna come out after the the record comes out. Yeah, yeah. Okay, like so that. we uh we worked on a eighties synth pop record, um, and it's a light side, dark side. And when I put out oh. the light side I talked to Lou Graham and he just gave me some like insights about stuff and it was That's really cool. So cool. Oh my goodness. That's <laughs> crazy. Awesome. Um and Kenny Loggins too. That was dope. What? Um, so yeah, my brother's hooked it up. He uh Wow, yeah, your brother does have that. He's really there. Yeah, he's a very talented kid and he was doing this at like thirteen. Yeah, I was gonna That's ask wild. if your family was like like influential to you and like yeah. really 
helped you. Helped they sound like really nice. No, I they're. I'm so sweet. blessed to have those guys because yeah. like, anytime I lose, they they just pick me back up. They're yeah. like, now nah, keep going. Yeah, that's you so know? important. That's so. like that's like a common denominator of every guest we've have on, had on. Like their family, almost been, every guest. Yeah, almost every guest. Yeah, no, it was cool too because like even when I put out like my stuff when I was first, you know, writing music, my mom would be like, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah, keep going. And then yeah. I remember I showed her this song called Been A While and it's on an EP called Hourglass. And she like looked over at me and she's like, whoa. Like I felt like maybe this isn't for her, but to yeah. me, yeah. she was like, you've got it. Yeah. And so they've always been so supportive and like, no matter what, you know, That's I'll be awesome. like, "Hey, mom, can I borrow twenty bucks?" She'd be like, "Yeah, here you go." Here you go. And it's great that you have <laughs> is it for so your many... album? Yeah, <laughs> you, you have so many like you... connections to your brother. That's yeah, so cool. no, exactly. And so I think that's what you know. He set the example of like showing what you can do, yeah. and he's living his dream. And that's our dream is like he's gonna be our sound guy, and we're gonna go on tour. Like that's I've awesome. always want to do that. So yeah, flash forward to you know now I'm in Nashville, and working at dark horse um ex where i met justin yeah um we uh we have a project that we were working on in november i flew out before i moved out here and uh i was touring studios around here and justin was actually the guy who gave me the tour and uh then we exchanged contact and he was like yo i got this beat tape so i checked it out and i loved him i was like dang this yeah. guy is like amazing at sampling i've right. never met like you know obviously kanye and all them but like somebody who's just one of the homies just like can put any record on yeah. and just sample anything or make anything is crazy yeah and i was so, gonna i was telling you earlier you're like the production value on your stuff is sounds great yeah, yeah. Sounds no amazing. it's, it's like justin he gives me easy stuff to work with he's a great artist and yeah i don't i'm at, as producing for a little while like i don't want to work with artists who don't really know who they are as a person right but he knows what he's after and he's got his sounds and everything and so right. it's just very easy for me to like help him go that extra step on some stuff but he doesn't take enough credit like a lot of the stuff that he puts and that he gives to me is what ends up coming out and we right. just reframe it and do a lot of stuff but yeah i met him in november and I uh, convinced him to fly out here to do a record with a rapper named Tonka. And uh, they, they had never met before, but <laughs> they trusted me, I guess, enough or themselves enough to, like, um, just jump off the cliff, so to speak. And yeah. we spent the whole month locked up in the lodge at Dark Horse Recording, making an album called Cheers, which is essentially The Hangover, <laughs> but told oh, through rap and R&B. Okay. So okay. it, oh, it's it, it was a month of partying, basically, yeah. getting to the studio and having a little sip of champagne and, and, and <laughs> seeing what make, comes out. Yeah, making yeah. some yeah, funny no, it, songs. It really felt like record. very in character. Like you walk into the studio and like I would wear some funny outfits too. Like my <laughs> yeah. bowling shirt, I would wear this like really mustard bowling shirt. Like I that's kind of like my Cheers outfit I like to I wear. Okay, okay. And uh. Yeah, no, it's been super fun. And we got Mello. He's vocal producing all this stuff. Yeah. And yeah. Mello's crazy. Can hear anything. Like, I met Mello when, because I've been working at Dark Horse for like two and a half years. And uh, Mello had always been, he's, he'd been there when I, I started. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
we didn't kick it too much because basically like i was just doing different music and kind of what he was interested in and yeah and when i started like i've been making beats for about a year and some change now when i started doing that our kind of musical lines became parallel and it became natural for us to link up and start doing some stuff and uh he when we were doing cheers um he was just always around on the days that we were in the studio giving us little little tidbits and stuff and he just has a great ear for great ear uh, yeah amazing yeah diction and and how to say stuff vocally yeah and as i'm doing mostly musical production a lot of that stuff can fly over my head because i'm making sure that the other stuff Mm -hmm. sounds good he knows Mm -hmm. how to talk to the artist oh all day like as as far as that goes yeah he the the four of us uh meet meet myself tonka and holden and mellow really have been uh taken over the studio over there and been making a lot of different records together and a lot of different styles and just exploring all sorts of music and working with other people and the, we got a really cool cool little thing going yeah. on. Yeah. That's awesome. No, it's it's a family for sure and it feels good to be a part of it cuz like all the people in my hometown like uh who make music and everything like uh really good friends and everything and like i mean i have my band that's my family too but uh like being in the studio and creating it's like these guys have brought insane things out of me so yeah i mean that's that's what you need like that that spark sometimes you know to have somebody else to kind of like you said just bring something else out yeah it's awesome so you mentioned like doing live shows in utah a lot so do you try and do a lot of live shows do you find that you get a lot of people in or are you still kind of working on finding your audience here in nashville we are yeah we're definitely finding our audience here in nashville we got a little following in utah and you know we got the same homies or like just fans that yeah. will show up yeah. and i see them reoccurring so it's really cool but yeah no we played uh in april at the woolworth theater okay uh downtown nashville yeah and that was our first show here and um we didn't have like a lot of people but like it was really cool to just be like hey we played that show and then you know manager robin over there she's uh putting in the work to really get us there so yeah. you know she uh shout out to robin <laughs> robin <laughs> thanks brandy brandy, brandy. <laughs> yeah, yeah you say brandy. <laughs> told me your name i forgot it two minutes later uh, that's what you get when i'm hosting that's what you get i mean hey <laughs> Speaking of, uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, I want to kind of ask you about your style and kind of get into that a little bit. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Awesome. What's up, guys? Here to remind you to follow us everywhere. Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. If you're older and still use Facebook, if you don't have Spotify, you can follow us on Apple Podcasts, at Successfully Unsigned. That's at Successfully Unsigned making a lot of moves guys you don't want to miss out um subscribe to the youtube um hit the bell to get all the notifications all the things and always we appreciate you and enjoy the rest of this one all right guys we are back uh here with holden and his producer je uh we talked a little bit in the first segment about kind of uh, how he got started uh how he came to nashville some of the stuff he's working on at dark horse um uh this segment i kind of want to talk about like your style I was I was listening to some of your stuff and like I kind of got sort of like a like the like a weekend type vibe from yeah. some of yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if that, that was intentional or not. No, that's amazing for me. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask like what what do you describe your genre and your style is? Um 
that's a hard one because I have a lot of different things, you know, yeah. that's not out yet. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, right now it's definitely pop R and B. Yeah. Um, more, definitely more leaning towards the pop side, but, yeah. um, for this new record that came out in July, uh, duality of man, it's a very happy, lovey, um, just feel good. Yeah. Love pop songs. Right. And, which you would think that was like the easiest stuff to make, but like it's really hard to not come off cheesy. Yes, and still hit it, you know. Yeah. So I really, I really liked it. I like. Uh, <laughs> well, first off, we were talking about the album, it, I, and I was saying it makes so much sense that you did that al- or that you used to work on album art because your album oh, yeah. art for every album is top tier, yes. especially that one. I really loved it with like Thank the hands you. and everything. Um, and is that actually your body floating in the so, album? So. Yeah, no, I uh, I work with this guy. His name's Joey. Um, he's a tattoo artist now too, and he's just amazing. He's yeah. like one of the best artists I've ever worked with. Yeah. Um, we went to high school together and did a couple things here and there for me. And then uh, the album cover Diverge is when we collabed. I was like, Hey, do you want to do like an album cover? Mm-hmm. I was like, Sure, man. So we spent like forever designing it, and I give him a vision, and he just does it. So. He did uh, Diverge and then Duality Man. And it's so cool. Um, we have a, a backside uh, of this album. We call it The Dark Side. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm sorry. One second. <laughs> I, my dog is going to town on this bone. <laughs> <laughs> Just here to the background. <laughs> get, it, get that from Chase, bro. <coughs> Good doggy. Melo always calls him Chase. <laughs> and he actually started responding to him. I was like, no, 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 you're not Chase. <laughs> He's looking over here, bro. He's like, Chase? He's like, that's you, me? you say my name? Sorry, continue. <laughs> no, yeah, to kind of give you a little rundown of this album, um, it's a lot to go into it, so I'll make Please. it quick. But uh, um, I had my brother and my live guitarist, Benny. Uh, we were in my studio, and I was like, I want to make a, um, what do you call those, a, uh, Concept, concept album, album. Yeah, yeah concept yeah. album and uh we we're talking about that and so we started kind of coming up with uh cool names i actually i had a uh, the name utopia as one <laughs> and then travis scott comes out like i don't know maybe a year later he's like utopia i was like oh man i can't do that <laughs> Shoot. bro travis is always stealing my you thunder you top you utopia <laughs> Tipinokisia. Do it in a different language. (laughs) No, but then um, then it went to the album being called Reflections. Okay. And I decided not to use that one because that's lame and boring. Like, (laughs) Reflections. Have you heard the album Reflections? Whoa. Sounds like an 80s synth wave. Right. I mean. Ambient record. Let's all go to Joshua Tree and listen to Reflections. (laughs) Reflections by Hans. Yeah, something, something Hans. Um, but yeah, so it's a, it's all about the seven deadly sins, right? Okay. So this first part that we put out instead of, uh, you know, this is obviously the light happy side. So it's the opposite of the seven deadly sins. So instead of lust, it's love you know, goes on. Um, and you can hear it, you know, once, especially this dark sides out, you'll hear the transparency. Mm -hmm. And I was watching a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies Mm -hmm. and I decided to start the, like the album off as the ending and all ties in together. So like, I love that there's a poem oh, that's that so cool. I've had a couple of people are like, what's the guy saying in the, in the beginning? I'm like, just wait. You'll know. Yeah. <laughs> You'll know. Okay. So sorry. I sometimes I'm not very smart. So is, 
duality of man that's the light side and then you're coming out with the dark side or is there like you're coming out with the light side and then a dark side and duality of man's something completely separate or you can't it's, say it's the no i can i can say it's just hard to explain they're both duality of man right. it's one one album right but there's a second side to it so okay. it'll still be called duality of man okay but we'll probably put like dark side or seven deadly gotcha, sins gotcha. or something like that okay gotcha so um, Very cool. It's a 16-track album, but Ooh. split into two. Nice. So the first. Am you I know, missing something? Because I was listening to Duality of Man earlier. Yeah, yeah. Right? So that the one, first, the first, the light so side's out. The next, okay, you, okay. We got the next eight. We have, yeah. We just <laughs> finished you, up. It takes, it takes me a minute. <laughs> 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 I was like, am I dumb? Um, no. Apparently. Um, we just finished up the dark side last okay. night. So, okay. So oh, them to congrats. Congrats. Yeah. So it was a very happy night last night. Um, okay. Well, I'm awesome. very, well, I love, I love concept albums. I think a lot of people do, but I'm very excited about that. Cause I really, I really did like it. Not just the uh, album art, but I really liked, I have all like your liked song or my liked songs of your songs. Oh, awesome. Um, I really liked that. close to edge. Okay. Yeah. Uh, with Mercada. Mercada. Yeah. Okay. I want to oh, hear more yeah. about that. And then also heroin, which I think a lot of people seem to like based yeah. on your page. Yes. That was a <laughs> definitely a good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, they were super fun. And like I said, it was really hard to not come across like across cheesy. I didn't yeah. think it did, but that's I, don't know. Great. I also do like cheesy stuff. So I mean, I feel like we, we put in a lot of work to make it not yeah. very yeah, that's like, where mellow comes in. Yeah. <laughs> no, the best, my we favorite story of mellow is, uh, <laughs> we're taking the, the album cover of, uh, Heroin. heroin yeah it was heroin and <laughs> i have this like i went to i think it was like pack sun or something and they were doing like these like buy two get one free so i got this sweater and i was like this would actually be pretty sick i wouldn't just wear this but it would be sick for like a photo shoot yeah. you know so he showed me before <laughs> mellow's around like, the corner mellow's gonna think about this and i just like walked away I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah, and I was like, well, that's one no. And then I come around the corner, and Mello's looking down at the camera and just looks up and goes, hell no. Hell no. Go take that shit off right now. My bad. Sorry. Go take that ish off right now. And so. Was that what you end up wearing, that, like, bright colored dress? So I take it off. I'm Uh like, okay. (laughs) You know? And then we take some photos, and then we go to a, uh, it was downtown. It was just on the grass and stuff. Yeah. And Melo looks at me and goes, I'm going to tell you this one one time, one time only. You can put that sweater back on, but just because it'll look cool in the grass. <laughs> David, then, I'm sending you a picture so that people can see it. Oh, let me not have Lana Del Rey playing in the background. <laughs> no, that's okay. I love Lana. Oh, I just saw her live. She was so good. Oh, man. I was um, trying to go yeah. to that concert. A lot of people were out there. Yeah, I got very lucky on going. Um yeah, I love this sweater. I mean, that's something I would actually wear. But I, as you can tell, I <laughs> not around Mellow. I would wear bright colors. Oh, yeah, bro. <laughs> you I, be wearing I that know around Mellow. He roasted you. I know he roasted this, you this for is, that. Oh, oh wait, yeah, I literally just sent you. Oh my goodness, it. it's it's a. I, I think it's a fun sweater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, he just had the best interest. You know, yeah. I can't be just be wearing that. Um, he's in it, a coma from the roast in this picture. He's just. He's just <laughs> I was like, oh man. <laughs> I was like, Justin, give me a cigarette so I look a little better. Right. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you had mentioned uh, like his Spotify, uh, some of the songs on there. Like, I think it's funny. The, uh, I guess the, 
we call it the description of like what you're did you write did you make the description on here for mm. it's it literally says it's a smile inducing head bobbing emotional ride i did not make that no somebody else did i was gonna ask how accurate do you think that is with oh it's very accurate yeah. for this this album but we'll have to change side, it yeah. yeah we'll have to change it yeah. for sure smile inducing head bobbing emotional ride sinful like, inducing wow. yeah Depression. That's the next one. <laughs> Depression. Depression. <laughs> yeah, for nah, yeah. it's still it's Therapy still a really inducing. groovy record. The, yeah, yeah, the dark side. We when Holden gave me the songs to work on, there was some stuff that still sounded a little bit like the light side. And so part of what we did was try to filter that out. Not filter it out, but just like make it kind of closer to what his vision was right. with it being dark. And so we changed a lot of the instrumentation, but. It, it's it's just a groovy dark record man. right it's it's yeah it, no, it's really bass heavy like yeah. we did a lot of experiments with bass and bass synthesizers and stuff and um if you we, play it backward will like summon demons or anything no we no but it does have the poem if you play the outro backward or the outro is the intro but it's flipped oh so the poem shows up okay that's and so, so cool. it's a whole loop. That's and so cool. That's, awesome. that's yeah, so cool. I will say that that was the other thing. So I went through your whole discography and even in your like early days or whatever of your albums, what I really appreciate about it, I love when albums like genuinely are continuous where like the song ends and it's the they same beginning. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know. Transitions the, like, for yeah, albums. Transition, are, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> the seamless uh, transitions was, are like. Oh, they're so good. And you literally have been doing it. For years, and yeah. I love that you do it for every album. It's not just like, oh, I'm going to do it for this album, but not this one. Yeah, no, I take albums very seriously. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, like continuity which, is like a huge part of like what yes, makes an album. Yes. An album so. Well, and the other thing that I really appreciate is that like you as a small artist have a lot of albums, whereas I feel like a lot of small artists, which understandably so, mm-hmm. have a lot of you know singles or EPs. Obviously, streaming has change the music industry so much but yeah. it's still cool that you're like no i'm i want to like put out albums yeah so. no absolutely like it's uh it's very important to me to yeah you know tell a story instead of just yes. being like oh here's a single yeah. there you go yeah, yeah yeah you know sometimes we have to do that and right. that's just how it goes but and there's nothing wrong with singles no but there's something different and i think you can attest to this like completing an album is one of the best it's like having almost a child yeah. As weird yeah. as that sounds, oh, yeah. it's like you have this thing that you haven't shown anybody yet. Yeah. And it's it's hard to let it go sometimes because like post-album depression is a real thing because you're like... I didn't even think of that. It's it's tough because oh, like yeah. you've been working on this like, thing for so long and then you let it out and then you don't go listen to it. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, sometimes you do, but yeah. like yeah. it's not like for you anymore. Mm-hmm. It's for somebody else. Yeah. The, the studio time was the therapy sessions. Right. Yeah. That was for you. Then you let it go. It's like yeah. a and snapshot then, in time. Yeah, and then yeah. you have to go through other emotions to get a, a new project or, you know, so. That's awesome. It's crazy. So so what's your process like? Like, do you guys sit down and, and throw beats around first <laughs> or do you come up with a concept and then kind of, f- like, frame the beats around that or what's your process like? Um, For, like, I mean, Not just. for his stuff. Yeah, Justin and I have, like, stuff, another project together. Right. We'll get into that. We will, We've got, we're going to have four albums together. By probably the end of this year. Yeah. Wow. Oh wow. Yeah. That's Two of them are his <laughs> solo stuff, and then we we did a psychedelic rock project together. We did six songs in a week. Um, yeah, we drove out to Chicago and. Cheers is the name of the album with uh, Tonka, which I yeah. mentioned mm-hmm. a little bit earlier. Yeah. 
but I got to clear samples for that because all my stuff's like sampled off the vinyl. Right. Right. Oh, okay, Ooh, okay. Yeah. So I'm I got to clear samples and do all that, but his stuff. Um, I don't know. You can kind of talk about it, but he like yeah. writes it. Right, it does a lot of the production himself, and will basically give me a pretty much finished idea, and then see kind of how I can uh, put a little bit more yeah. sauce on it. And you're, right. you know, okay. Like so yeah. Um, this last project, uh, I was in Utah and decided to write it. This has been like a two year process. Like okay. this album has been in the, you know, yeah, the future for two years. So. I wrote a lot of these songs, um, and the way I did it was, I mean, just being alone in my studio, and whether it's finding samples or chords or whatever it is, yeah. and then writing. Um, but yeah, so I usually will get like a a full like a a skeleton project, really, you know, and then bring it back to Justin, and then Justin does his magic on it, and. You know, then we then we sit down and talk about it where he's like, okay, well, how do you want this to feel? Why yeah. is this like this? How can we, like, keep it as traditional as you want but change it as well? So yeah, It's really important for me to, like, understand <laughs> what he's trying to do mm-hmm. and because, like, not sometimes the songs don't leave you with the, emo- the intended emotion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I'm always trying to figure out what he wants the listener to be left with and then it becomes, a, all right, what do we have to do with yeah. the song? to get the listener to feel that way. And it can be any, like, I'm just a sounds guy, so anything from drum machines to real drums to bass guitar and guitars and synthesizers, and it just is all fair game at yeah. that point. And we restructure some stuff and sit on some stuff for a while and show a lot of people at the studio stuff and see what hits and what doesn't hit. Right, and, that's important. Um, yeah. But we really just listen for everything. And um, this project, like I, I mentioned, it, I, I thought, when he brought me the raw stuff, I thought it had a, a little too many shades of happiness and stuff radiating <laughs> over from the light side. So mm-hmm. we took a lot of time to, like, the light side has um, uh, lot, lots of strings on it, lots of, like, oh, orchestral yeah. stuff on it. So this time I decided, like, we're going to make the strings less prominent, but we're going to add a saxophone, which I think is, like, darker and a little sexier sounding Oh yeah, uh, for the dark side. That's and, awesome. Uh, we have bigger, bigger, more lively drums on the light side, and the dark side is a little bit more kind of trappy drums and a little more subdued drum machine style. And okay. The light side, th- this has been the point of contention for the last little while in the studio, but the light side uh, had, you know, <laughs> nice amounts of reverbs and stuff on the vocals, and so for the dark side, I completely took away all of his reverb, except for big effect kind of reverb where right. like the vocal would just spray out over the top of the mix. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that forced him to think more about his voice and, mm-hmm. you know, get the best possible vocal takes that he could get. So right. yeah, no, I'm definitely. always, I'm as a producer, I'm trying to balance the line between having the artist hate me <laughs> and love me yeah. just enough to where I can push him in the direction that yeah. I think that they can go. But so, honestly, so. what I love about like your music and everything <laughs> is that you're so detail oriented and like, uh, obviously the people you work with are very <laughs> detail oriented as well. And so <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't be getting, and so <laughs> yeah, no, really we wouldn't be getting away with anything without these two. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have so much respect and love for these guys. Like yeah. to sit here the last three weeks to work on a project that's like not your solo project mm-hmm. and be in the studio every day, 8 a.m., 
like yeah. every single day these these guys didn't miss one time oh, yeah. like yeah it wasn't like hey actually i i just don't feel it right it was like okay we're all going cool we're there yeah. Yeah. let's get it yeah and, and that's that's so important as an artist and like something we really try and stress on the show is that like if you're if you're gonna go for this like you got to go for it. You no, can't absolutely. just do it halfway. So yeah, no, it's really, it's really cool to hear like how much process you're putting into yeah. each of your songs. And I went halfway on some projects mm-hmm. where I could have done better. And, you know, I've had a lot of people tell me like, I, uh, I think, uh, one time Mello was saying like, you're coachable. Like you're, you can be coached on this. Like you'll listen. And I used to not, I was stubborn as hell and I wouldn't, I wouldn't take people's, advice or like mm-hmm. and be like no this is my project mm-hmm. and then i uh i i had an opportunity to work with doug parkins um i was talking about it these guys are probably so sick of the story <laughs> but uh he's a uh, he was green day's front house engineer from their first tour to american idiot oh and he's goodness. like really tight with them and like uh he just like i grew up listening to green day yeah you know and so (laughs) you're right yeah and so it was really cool to just be able to be like oh man he was the one that put a lot of this stuff down you know and he had stories and everything so um i worked up enough courage to be like hey would you uh master my album and he was like sure and so that's wild um, yeah yeah that's crazy and i gave it to him and he listened to the first track and goes you're not done take it back (laughs) and it broke my heart because i was like oh Oh, you know, like I worked so hard on yeah, this. Yeah. And he's like, no, where's the bass? There's no bass in here. Yeah. And he, he like, you, you know, right. Huh? he's right. And it Tore hurts. It cause he's yeah, there. no, it, exactly. <laughs> yep. And like, yeah. I'm not going to be like, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. Cause Humble he's, he does. And so having that, uh, I don't know, person to be able to tell you like, Hey, honestly, this isn't it, you know? Yeah. And it's been easier to, you know, hear when, I do a bad vocal take and I just hear from the control room, trash. Yeah. I look over yep. there and Mellow's yep. like, trash. Yep. Do it again. Do it again. Like, All right. And no, or the, when you're like really excited about one, he's like, <laughs> you got better. And you're like, no, exactly <laughs> oh. though. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's why these albums are so good is because Justin and the Mellow, yeah. they don't let good, good enough happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It has to be perfect. Complacency. And it's, so, yeah. It's so easy, especially Mellow. when you've been in the studio for long hours. No, exactly. From yeah, not I, could having, it. I could not. <laughs> it comes from not having an ego, though, which is no, like yes. the for real, though. thing about Holden and the rest of the people that we work with is like they're able to be told that they need to get worked on and mm-hmm. they acknowledge me, that bro. other people can do the thing <laughs> better than they can and they're willing to give that over yeah. and to do that shit. And um, it's just great. We have a a great healthy relationship when it comes to making records and no like homies and stuff straight up like i was having a mental breakdown and i get really emotional like during these times like where the album's about to come out Mm because you know the whole depression and everything like yeah Yeah. it's not real depression but you're like what do i do now yeah but we've worked so hard on this one now that like i slept in today i was like yeah i don't need to be up yeah i don't have to do anything (laughs) yeah (laughs) my work is done yeah but yeah no like (laughs) i'm having to come apart in the studio and mellow's like bro what's going on yeah and yeah. just talked to me for like probably two hours That's and just awesome. was like hey you got it keep going right. um something about this album too like i'll never forget like this feeling i could not get this harmony and we had everybody in the room and hour and a half hour and a half yeah <laughs> on one line one 
one little harmony we could not get it wow i couldn't get it yeah you know and mela being the best singer (laughs) the world's seen he's like nah you gotta (laughs) he's over there (laughs) no he's blushing (laughs) (laughs) nah he's amazing singer and amazing coach and so we uh everyone's in the studio there's like probably like five of us in there and i can't get it and i'm starting to get like frustrated i'm like i'm not gonna give it up not gonna you know i need to just take a walk yeah yeah so i take a walk come back in i'm like i'm gonna get it couldn't get it and then i just take the headphones off i go mellow i need help (laughs) like (laughs) didn't know what to do so i just like put the headphones down and everyone like looked at each other and just left and mellow's like all right let's get it then and then he, we probably spent 45 minutes just doing these exercises to get this certain muscle that I didn't know I could use in my voice, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. to work. And he's like, all right, now record it. And it probably took me like three tries. Yeah. Wow. And then everybody's outside of the door listening. <laughs> and I got it. And me and Mel are like, let's go. Let's go. We're all like yeah. game seven buzzer beater <laughs> yeah. shot. We all ran in there like, yeah. Yeah. and everybody's just freaking out. <laughs> like, we got dude. it. Cause it was the last takes of the, yeah. the album, you know, and normally we wouldn't make him work for an hour and a half straight. Yeah. But there was nothing else to work on, on the album. It was, was the it. last thing <laughs> that, that was needed it. to get yeah. done. Yeah. So it was like, and so we have to do this. Yeah. So everybody came in and then we, it was just like, it felt like, you know, we just won the championship. Yeah. And yeah. That, that right there, is like enough to keep going on music. Yeah, that's amazing those, story. Those moments are so fun. That is and, awesome. You know, you don't forget those. Yeah. Well, I have I have a few more like artist development questions. We're gonna yeah. take one more break. We're gonna come back and do that, and then uh, we'll do some show and yell, and then get you out of here, man. Cool. Right, be right back. What's up, guys? Here to remind you to follow us everywhere: Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. If you're older and still use Facebook, if you don't have Spotify. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts at Successfully Unsigned. That's at Successfully Unsigned. Making a lot of moves, guys. You don't want to miss out. Um, subscribe to the YouTube. Um, hit the bell to get all the notifications. All the things. And always, we appreciate you and enjoy the rest of this one. All right, guys. We're back uh, for the last segment of the show. Holden is with us. Now that we've gassed Mellow up, he is also on <laughs> mic so with us as well. Yeah. <laughs> He tried to hide from us earlier, but he's, he's here with us. Um, so, like I, I mentioned in the last segment, um, I have a few questions just kind of about, like, how your artistry has, like, grown. Like, how how do you feel, like, what is the area that you feel like you've grown the most in over time? Because I know you said you released your first song when you were 18. Yeah. You know, like, so, obviously, that's a lot of time to learn a lot of things. What, what do you think the bi- biggest lessons that you've learned from that? That's a good period? question. Um, honestly, one that's kind of overlooked, I'll start with is taking critiques, you know, taking people's advice and listening to, uh, what other people have to offer. And I mean, that's a smaller one in the sense of like how I've gotten better, but like a communication skill definitely is like, it helps. But, um, performance wise, I mean, obviously vocally, um, I can hit higher notes and do you take lessons or do you just no, over time? And I need to, I'm going to start here pretty soon, but I mean, Mello has been giving me a lot of the rundown yeah. and, um, helping me out with understanding things or, you yeah. know, cause it's not, we were talking about it just a second ago where, uh, 
there's certain parts of my voice that I've never trained before. I didn't even know you could use. You didn't know you had. Yeah, muscles are like, you know. He's like telling me to do these things. I'm like, how are you doing that? Yeah, I don't know how you're getting that. And he's like, well, see, filled it. And like, larynx, bro. What? what? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, okay. okay. Um, that and then production, um, and having a the production tell just as much of a story as the lyrics. You yeah. know, because you get a lot of uh, people who have very touching lyrics, and this is maybe just a personal thing to me, but like. I get bored because of the production is just the same loop and the drum pattern and that's it. Yeah. You know? So I think, uh, having breaks or like, um, different chord changes and just different sounds and all that stuff. Um, but storytelling. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and definitely writing. My writing's gotten so much better. Where do you feel like you've made the biggest jump with your writing? Just lyrically, or do you feel like conceptually with with your albums? Honestly, both. Yeah. Um, lyrically, I feel like I've started to understand how to not come off cheesy or like take the easy way out instead of rhyming this and this. You rhyme this plus this near rhyme, and you know, yeah, having a a different take on that, but uh, like outside the box. Yeah, yeah, and you know, even uh, listening to a lot of Lil Wayne. Yeah. Like his on Tondras or whatever they're called. Like it's mm-hmm. insane how yeah. he can tie things together. Yeah. You know, it's almost like a comedian where they do their bit, you know, and then they bring that back into the, yeah. the ending. Yeah. Like yes. it's a very, that's a good, that's a good analogy. Yeah. 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 And you know, you end it off like that. So it's a, uh, honestly too, it's helped me write better was watching movies. I didn't yeah. watch a lot of movies and then I started watching and then okay. I would go online and try to find scripts to see like, how close they were yeah and they're pretty close but like i don't know have you ever watched like the script writing where like the actors will go read the scripts no they're cool yeah really? i really table like reads. Them, yeah. that's interesting what was that table reads yeah yeah, yeah. table reads yeah. yeah what's your so. favorite movie oh one of your favorite movies oh man that was tough a broad question yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean anything by quentin tarantino i love Okay. Uh, okay. I love Kill Bill. Like I was gonna say, Kill Bill is probably like one of my favorites. That's a good one. That's Um, a really good one. Coach Carter is one of my favorites. That's a good one too. I love that one. That uh, it it pumps me up every time. You know, um, I couldn't tell you my favorite movie though. You have like a favorite genre. Are you into action? Rom coms, you know. Oh okay. no! Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, wait. I do, I do love rom coms. Like, yeah, me too. I'm okay with rom coms. Okay. I do like those, um, but I do like TV shows a lot more. Okay. Yeah. Um, like Ted Lasso, that was one of my favorites. I, I've heard yeah. so many good so things. Good. About that. So good. Yeah, Ted Lasso's great, and um, Winning Time. That's it. You guys watch basketball? Yeah. No. You do? Have you seen Winning Time? I have not. It's about the Lakers dynasty and. I don't like the Lakers, but like, yeah, amazing. It was great. Okay, yeah, I watched the uh, the Last Dance. Oh, on that Netflix. was a great. It was incredible. Yeah, like awesome. Um, yeah. But so, kind of steering back into like sort of your, you know, the growth in the writing. Like, mm-hmm. do you do you kind of sit down with pen and paper traditional style, or do you kind of like how do you do you let an idea sort of like marinate? Um. Usually I'll come up with a concept of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the other times too, when I'm just trying to write a song, I'll usually come up with the chorus first yeah. and I'll be like, oh, this is what it'll be about. 
and then I can write a little verse about what the course is going to be, you okay. know, so I can, you know, double back on that. Right. But, uh, I mean, there's definitely been times where like, actually one of my favorite songs I've ever made was called amnesia or is called amnesia. And <laughs> I don't know why, but I was walking, uh, the studio I used to be at, um, they didn't have a bathroom in the studio, but they had a bathroom outside you'd have to go to. Like and a I was, gas station? Huh? Like a gas station? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it was somebody's house. But so I was no, recording in the back of a 7-Eleven one time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, but I was walking out, and I just said to myself, like, what does amnesia mean? Like, what's the actual term, like <laughs> definition yeah. of amnesia? Yeah. And then I was walking up the stairs and I was like, amnesia, I need ya. And I was like, whoa, that's that's actually kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. And so I, I had like, that one on my like list. Yeah. Well. <laughs> so I like, I made sure, because I, I knew what amnesia meant, but like I didn't yeah. know exact like to the definition. Yeah. And I was like, that is perfect. Like, you know. You should have really committed to the bit and like had someone knock you out and give you amnesia. <laughs> give yeah. me amnesia. Yeah. yeah. Method acting. <laughs> yeah. First song. You wake up, you're like, yeah, I've got it. I've it's got like it. Entire song. <laughs> um, okay. Also going back to your, sorry, David. Uh, did you like grow up singing at all? Did you? All the time. Okay. Okay. Like, did you like sing in like choir or anything like nah, that? No, I would no, just no, sing just all sing. the time by okay. myself. And like, I was the best singer when I was younger. And then I hit puberty and yeah. it just left. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. I started cracking. I couldn't hit like the actual, yeah, like, it's so sad. <laughs> what no, happened? like I was so inspired by Jackson five and Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars yeah. was my guy. Yeah. Like I always sang his albums all the time. In fact, one time I'm on a plane with my mom. I'm like probably 12, maybe 11. And she's trying to get me to sing Bruno Mars to this lady on the plane. I'm like, I'm not singing Bruno Mars she's on the plane. She's trying to have like a viral moment. Yeah. yeah. You decided to stand up and sing for the whole plane. Yeah, I should have just gone in intercom. I love I that. catch a grenade for you. Uh, don't say that on the plane. She's in the background. Oh, you're right. <laughs> she threw the background. I love when moms are like your biggest cheerleader. No, awesome. straight up. It's and my awesome. mom is. My mom's yeah. the biggest cheerleader. Bro, she's always. I love your mom, bro. She's the best, yeah, she dude. She's chill, bro. <laughs> And I think the thing that I like about her the most is how how much of a cheerleader she is for you and how Straight in up, your no. corner and supportive. Like, Dude, yes. Like, all of this. willing to go in the booth. <laughs> we <Yeah>. got her. <laughs> she's in the background. Just, yeah, yeah. She's doing no, like, we straight hype. up. No. Yeah, we were we were having her do a line, but I have a picture of her. I saw it today. I was like, oh, man, I forgot about that. But, yeah, no, she's like the biggest cheerleader. Like, I wouldn't be on this couch without my mom. And yeah. brother, my sister, Literally. all of them. But like, you know, like I said, my mom's always been supporting me. That's awesome. Where so cool. she understands how much it means to me. Yeah. And you know, I would do anything for music, and it's not to get money. And she sees that, but yeah. she sees the potential of me buying her a house. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's not why she supports it. But right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she's like, you better hurry up. <laughs> but no, it's like she she sees how much it means to me, and it's not just. Yeah. to get rich and famous it's, right it's not just kind of like oh okay you know like yeah. it's actual support you know yeah no which is refreshing all the time right. so she uh she's very very big country uh i guess country music listener mm-hmm. but uh then so i started loving nashville oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no it's cool she loves it but uh she uh i would like 
make her listen to my music. We'll, we'll just check these out, you know? Yeah. And then next thing I know, she she's singing Drake yeah. <laughs> all the time, bro. I love it. Hey, but yeah. <laughs> she's like, hey, put John Mayer on or put Frank Ocean on. I'm like, all right, I got you, mom. Can do. Yeah. I'll do that. We'll have to bleep out John Mayer. Oh, no. <laughs> do we not like John Mayer? No, I, he, he literally has him. a tattoo of John Mayer's guitar. Oh, is that it? Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it's what, what's your favorite album? I see. I go back and forth. Like I'm supposed to say Continuum, but you're supposed to. Yeah, I, I love. But Continuum. that's how you know you're a true John Mayer fan. Is, <laughs> yeah, Heavier Things, you know. dude, is probably my favorite. Amazing. <laughs> love yeah. Heavier Things. I. Uh, but what did you say? Room for Square. Room for Square is, is, yeah. is great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, why can't I think of? Don't tell me it. It's um Paradise Valley. Paradise Valley. I Valley. love Paradise Valley. Really, it okay. reminds me of being in Utah. Yeah. Like that's when I started to kind of okay. get introduced into John Mayer. Yeah. And that was like during that album, he was like having surgery on his like vocal cords. Yeah. And so, or that one in like I think it was right after Born and Raised, or right between the two. So yeah. It's just it's always been cool to me how he's able to kind of like genre hop. Yeah, and, and he does like it so do good. It like, and I don't know if y'all know, but uh. He he produced uh, some of the drums on Jack Harlow's uh, Nail Tech, I believe. I did not know that. It was Nail Tech or uh, maybe the one joint with uh, the Country Road, uh, Lil Nas X. He Are produced the drums, yeah. Huh. And I was like, that's so dope. He's just always doing stuff. Right. And so I have a lot of respect for that guy. Hey, he knows. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Everyone's been hating on me for liking John Mayer. It's no, like, John oh, Mayer's it. He's a bad boyfriend. You're like, but he's what? So is everybody good. else who dated Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Uh, Hit the button. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Yes. Y'all better Dude, better rip to Travis Kelsey. <sighs> I love it. Poor guy. He's going to lose his career. Oh, yeah. He's going to, yeah. Well, never. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, sort of transitioning, you know, so we've talked about kind of, things in your past that you, you think that you've, you've like grown from. What about like, where do you see yourself going with this? Like, where do you see this train going? Um, I would say definitely touring, you know, yeah. the bigger picture is stadium tours. That's what I want. Yeah. That's what we've always wanted. Um, and just, uh, just continuing making albums that actually mean something. Yeah. And, do you think you'll have any problems like with having that drive, continuing to have that drive to probably not keep making no. stuff? I mean, maybe when Burn I'm like out, sixty and have kids, right. but like <laughs> having a kid at kids sixty, <laughs> <laughs> I will have my first child at sixty years old. <laughs> That's when I can retire. No, but like, I don't think I'll lose the drive or. Right. Um, not be inspired by something, right. but art's always been a very big thing in my life. Growing up was, I would do a lot of spray paint art and yeah. drawing, uh, painting, all that stuff. And that's so cool. Um, that's so cool. I loved doing stuff like that, but yeah. you know, music was the one that was like, that was like the final boss, you know, <laughs> I, I had to like conquer that one. Yeah. But a long final stage, bro. Yeah. For, <laughs> I mean, it's like the the level you never want to pass because it's so fun. Right. Mm. But I would like to like get into writing books yeah. and stuff. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool to do like a book with the album or like even directing. Oh, that's such I, a cool idea. Yeah, and that's what I kind of did with this album. I wrote a whole script. I, it's back in Utah, but like I wrote a story about it, 
like about these two characters, mm-hmm. Seven Deadly Sins. Like I wrote a whole thing about it, and you know it stuck pretty well. Yeah. But I would love to, you know, I guess that's where I see it going okay. too. Is you know, writing books and just continue writing. That's awesome. To be honest with you, bro, I really I don't know if I've told you this, but that's I might have told you this. He's like, but I hate this album. Yeah. Trash. No, yeah. uh, <laughs> the sweater is so. Yeah. I don't know if I told up. you this, but yeah. that's true. Yeah. That sweater bro, sucks. That yeah. sweater was crazy. Bro. I was like, it blinded me. He's like, like, dude, I, but, but. Oh. <laughs> take it off. Yeah. All right. No, it works up? right now. But no, um, I feel like I don't know if I told you this, but the it's it's one of the things I admire about you the most is a thing that a lot of people don't have, especially people that do art. And it's that you are willing to live into your imagination. Um, I feel like one of the most paralyzing thing as an artist is, maybe it's just me, but you see the thing and then you're like, I can do that. Hmm. Or you'll be like, no, nah, I can't do that. But I feel like the the most successful artists are the people that don't even know what that I can't do that switch is. Like, it doesn't exist. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes I struggle with it where I'm like, it might be a little a little too lofty. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I feel like the, the people that don't know what lofty is, they're just like, that's cool. I'm going to do that. Like... You're one of those people. You may be blessed like, over here, man. You're one of those people that just, you, you just have, it's like, like a kid. Yeah. No, it's I like, get oh, that though. That's how I. cool. I'm this today. I'm going to assume this role today. And you just do it. It's not a matter of can I or how can I. It's, hey, we're doing this today. Even some days I'm like, bro, you got to chill. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing too much, bro. Can't just walk up and slap a police officer like. <laughs> he's like, bro, there's no loft one. <laughs> bro, I didn't like your shoes. I'm like, fam. <laughs> no man, I appreciate nah, that. Like, you, you, you're one of those people, bro. And you just, you're not afraid to imagine, and you're not afraid to create, and you're not afraid to realize your limitations and figure out how to surpass those. Also, nah, and I think that's probably one of the things that's the most admirable about you and like inspiring to me personally. And I feel like everybody that you surround yourself with has pieces of you in them, but also pieces of you that you wish were in yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that is one of the pieces that I am growing in myself is the, is the ability to just think and imagine and create like a child. And you have that. Thank you, man. Yeah. I I appreciate you for saying that because it's it's something I actually like. Seeing about the other day, like you know when y'all were kids and everything was so much more colorful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just gone. Like I'm always trying to chase that color. Yeah, if that makes sense. That's it why sounds, you got that sweater. It's why I got yeah. the sweater. <laughs> no, but it means a lot because yeah. like that's the goal is to never grow up in a yes. way. You know, yes. and I've had a lot of talks with Hayden. My brother, he's like, our career is very selfish. And, you know, until you make it, you're not making it, you know? Mm -hmm. And he's like, but that's the fun part is like 
having an excuse not to be a grown up and go to work. Yeah. But work is you're producing mm-hmm. and artistry and everything. So I appreciate you saying that, man. Yeah. It, well, and it, it really shines through. I mean, obviously, like we just met you like a couple hours ago. And even through your music, like it, it shines through like what he's saying. I'm like, yeah, I agree with that. And I was like, oh, wait, I don't even know him. But like <laughs> yeah. I can see it yeah. just in the little bit that we've talked to you. Even on Good. that burnout question, you were just like, yeah. it was basically like what what is burn Like what is burnout? Yeah. You know, like that's not even, it's like he was saying, it's not even an option. Like it's not yeah. even something you're even thinking about. And that's, that drive is just so critical. Like, yeah, no, it's, and I think, it has to do a lot with playing basketball when I was younger. Yeah. Like I, I found a work ethic when I was younger mm-hmm. and like, I was the first one in the gym and the last one out every single day. Yeah. And like kids would be not showing up to practice and I'd be in there. Like my mom, I would have to like go home maybe at like eight o'clock. We'd get out at two thirty, have practice. And I could not leave the gym until I hit 20 free throws in a row. Mm-hmm. And if I missed one, I'd have to start over. Mm-hmm. And there's times where my mom would come pick me up at like eight and she's like, dinner's made, but it's cold. We'll heat it up for you, but you know, you gotta, yeah. but wow. like I was so dedicated wow. to it and I, it just, after all of like the heartbreak and everything that went on in high school basketball, it just bled over to music yeah. where I was like, I've worked harder than this, you know, like, yeah, yeah. you know, so the drive doesn't. Our new motto is going to be, be more like Holden. Yeah. <laughs> Forget so. perfect. Professional advice from yeah. unprofessionals. I almost forgot. Hold on to your dreams or something. Yeah, <laughs> hold, on, hold, hold on to your dude, dreams. Dude. <laughs> we'll good. get the we'll get the uh, the bank dude to record it for us. For <laughs> yes, every episode. that'd be perfect. <laughs> that was another thing. Um, y'all were talking earlier about uh, the moment where everybody when when you couldn't get that harmony, hmm. and everybody just was like, "All right, I guess I guess they about to you know start shooting free throws," and they just left. Like, everybody just left the whole room yeah. and just stayed in there. And there was a couple times when you were like, you know what? Nah, bro. <laughs> I got to leave. I'm going to take a break. I got to walk for a second. I got to do it. And you did it. And I ain't going to lie. There was a couple times I was like, he's not coming back. He's just going to come back in and just be like, you know what, guys? We're going to call it for the night. But you didn't. You just came back in. You were like, all right, let's get this, bro. Let's, <laughs> come on. Let's do it. There was not in my mind to be like, right, right. I can't then, do it. Especially when that was back. the last thing, too. So yeah, like, yeah, no. Yeah. And it sounded so pretty, too, because we were coming up with harmonies, and he did it. And I was like, what was that, Mello? <laughs> what was that? And he's like, oh, you just got to do these things with your voice. You got to <laughs> like, work this muscle. I'm like, uh, 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 how? <laughs> Trying to do yeah. it. And, and, I expected you to come back in and be like, nah, we're going to call it. But you did not give up. Like, I <laughs> I thought about it when I went home, and I felt a little bit bad just on some, like, <laughs> sensei regret type shit. Mm. Excuse my language. Um, I just I just was like, maybe I pushed him too hard kind no. of thing. But you never gave it, you never gave off the energy to me that I pushed you too hard. You were just like, Nah, I got to get it. Let's get it. Every piece of instruction, you tried it. When we started doing the thing where we, um, I made you over-exercise the muscle. Yeah. So that you could fall back into singing. And it felt easy because you had pressed so hard. So hard. Exactly. Yeah. And it was like a big bro moment. Like, he just, like, sat me down and was like, okay, this is what you're going to do. And he just coached me through the whole thing. And, like, I was freaking out. I was like... 
I'm not gonna get this. But I appreciate but you for trusting me with that, cause no, I trust you and Justin with my life. Like y'all could be holding me off a cliff, and I'd be like, they're not gonna drop me. They're fine. Yeah, I mean, put that to the test with them earlier, and I was getting that smoke detector. <laughs> I was on. I was literally, guys. I was on a chair <laughs> with like not holding on to anything, getting this smoke detector that was beeping off my ceiling, and Melo was literally holding my shirt. <laughs> So, so yes he was so shaky he was like <laughs> holding on to the top of the inside of the door i was yeah. like bro just let I, go just let like, go like i got you he was like no okay it, yes no so, it's really like that's how it feels though in the albums like i went to sleep a couple times because i just trusted him it wasn't like oh man i hope they don't mess this up like yeah i was just like i'll kick back because this is not my time to shine right like this is y'all's mm-hmm. y'all got it and yeah, you came no. back in, bro, and you just you you delivered so well, and I, the fact that you were diligent enough to not quit was probably one of the most admirable moments I've ever seen from you, and I see a lot of those. So I was just like, "This is crazy!" Like there was no there was no moment of I'm gonna break. There was no moment of I'm gonna give up. There was no moment of this is too much for me. It was it was easily like. You know what? Let's let's just keep going. Let's just keep yeah. going. And it, time was not a factor either. Everybody else walked out the room, and right. we just stayed. We stayed on this one line for an hour and a half. <laughs> you do you want to know? Can I ask what it was? It was I can't take my just, eyes off of you, but it was a harmony. It was a yeah. harmony that he. It was like a harmony that was half. Um, it was half mixed voice, half falsetto. Oh yeah, it was and tough. But then there was also like yeah. uh there was like a chest resonant uh whisper thing. Yeah. And he had never he had never whisper sung before. It was like if he didn't give himself enough air, his voice would just drop out. Okay. But he could it would drop out right under loud as hell. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, bro, you never sung quietly before in your life. And so I had to train I had to train him how to Pull back on the air without losing the tone, okay, and without letting the unsteadiness cause unnecessary vibrato, that kind of thing, okay. And once, once I trained him how to do the, you know, those songs where people hold notes for mad long, like I was realizing he was running out of breath really fast, so I was like, all right, I got to train him and his voice how to hold this really soft note for a long time. So I had him hold it like three times as long as necessary, multiple times for a while, and then for like forty-five minutes. Yeah, I was just doing these. Just one breath. I'm gonna say. Once he held it for like three times long as necessary, I was like, "All right, cool. Now sing the line." And the line is like one third of that time, and so it was easy. This, it happened. And Mr. Miyagi, you yeah, I, 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 <laughs> yeah. Tricked, I tricked yeah. him into getting it, and then it was just easy. And it's wow. no, he tries, and he had it, and everybody just once he got it, everybody just heard it and exploded <laughs> back in the room like, bro, let's go. <laughs> the relocation, yeah, yeah, yeah bro. But no, was, straight up, you know, I I deleted like the trash out of my folder because I was coming. Uh, so everything, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, it's all of it. It was trash. all trash. <laughs> no, you know how many vocal takes we took for that one time? Oh, it was still in there? Like, it was in there. I counted them. You like- it, well, I didn't count them. I just put them all in a section to see how many vocal takes. How many was it, bro? 406. 
406 times. No, you didn't. 406 times singing what? one note. Why did I not know that, bro? 406. It was crazy. I did. Yeah, I was expecting like. I don't know. I thought you were gonna be like maybe a hunch. I was maybe, not expecting. Maybe that. We went no. over the same line. Over it was and over, over, and over and over and over and like four hundred. It was insane. Oh my goodness. Wow. But That's dedication. That's I love dedication. that studio again, a better be singer more like though. Yeah. <laughs> Another one. Yeah. I, yeah. No, it was so funny too because I had the computer right by me. I just kept like delete, 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 yeah. and it was just like, okay, do it, delete, <laughs> do it, delete. But it was. But it got to the point where. This is when I knew you had grown. It got to the point where there were things that you were doing a little bit wrong that I had told you about before. Mm, and it got to the yeah. point where you recognized it yourself. Yep. And you started recognizing all the little nuances. No, that exactly. Were That's wrong. what I'm saying. And so I, I just eventually I wasn't saying anything anymore. You were yeah. just catching it yeah. and doing it yourself. Yeah. Wow. You'll be a great father when you're 60 because you have the patience <laughs> of a saint. Oh my gosh, 406 yeah. oh my. takes. That's crazy. It was a, that's it was a night, so it felt it felt good to get that. And yeah. It sucked because just after one little 45-minute exercise, I got in three takes. <laughs> it was like, oh, man. That's how it goes, dude. That's how it, goes. It, was, it was worth it, bro. Yeah. That song, every time those harmonies hit, I'm just like. It's oh, so good. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's the section of that song. Right. You'll have to, you'll definitely have to like make a post or something about it and like, yeah, how, like, so people know, the people have, have to know. To know yes. like, this is more than just a harmony. Yeah. No, really though. It's, yeah. Yeah. Who was I? It was a night. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, um, I have one final question for you before we get the show and yell and get you out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I always try and ask my artists uh, doing these interviews what, because this show is kind of catered toward young artists who are starting uh, starting up and, and trying to find that motivation to find that drive. Um, what advice would you have for someone who maybe has a song they want to share, or, you know, has, has started up and just kind of needs that extra little juice? Yeah, I mean, I dropped my first song. wasn't that good. And it had 32,000 streams overnight on SoundCloud. It's uh, That's crazy. finding the, the right circle to support you. And some people don't have that. Yes. But if Huge. until you have that, rely on yourself. Like that is all you – sounds so cheesy. You know, it's just like, oh, believe in yourself. But it really is like <laughs> – <laughs> you just have to know that like you're destined to do more than what you think you're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like – whether it's 406 vocal takes or, you know, you're the best singer in the world, but you don't have the emotion behind it. Like mm -hmm. there's a lot of flaws that people, artists will bash themselves with mm -hmm. and, you know, just put the song out, just do it. Just do it. It's one of the hardest things is putting your first three songs out because it has to be perfect. Second, you're scared of what people are going to think. And then third, you're like, people aren't going to just blow up, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, it takes a lot more than overnight where people are like, oh, they blew up overnight. Yeah. But nobody really blows up overnight. They have the connections or mm -hmm. yeah. networking, too. That is one of the biggest mm -hmm. things ever. Yep. Yep. I've heard, like, from Lou Graham, um, he gave me a piece of advice that came straight from John Lennon, in which he was like, that's pretty special for you. And I was like, uh, yeah. He was telling me the story about how he was in uh, New York uh, recording an album 
And long story short, John Lennon came in and gave him advice and he gave it to me. So he's like, this came from John Lennon. So keep this and run with it. I was like, all right. And it's always stuck in the back of my head and it's really cool. But it's, it's all about the connections and networking and the industry people um, aren't always out to get you, especially in Nashville. That's right. what I've noticed. Like everybody here in Nashville is here to work with you, not against you. Right. Like Agreed. living in California, it was a little different. Obviously, LA's a cutthroat, cutthroat yeah. for sure, which there are very talented people who are in LA and that don't have time for you. But until you can get their attention to, you know, get their attention yeah. and then that's when they'll have time. Yeah. But, you know, it's not about handouts or anything and it's just working and sleepless nights where you know, you're in the studio. We had one of those nights the other night. <laughs> we stayed up for like 24 hours just in the studio wow. going over stuff. And I will never give that up because it was one of the best, best memories of my life. And it's not just to make the song. It's about making the memories with it yeah. and being like, oh, we yeah. stayed in the studio all night. That was so fun. The and crash out was crazy. <laughs> yeah. You need to, honestly, I'm being serious. Like you need to make a documentary for your next album. I, would like, love I that. think that'd be so cool just because the stories that you're saying, like it sounds like just such a good fun environment that it would like make a great, even if it was a short film of some sort, like, yeah, we definitely really have cool. some good footage for this yeah. one too. Okay, good, good. I'm glad that you but, did, did get some of that. And even like you were saying how you want to do a book with an album. I think a movie with the album would be so cool. I would love a movie. Melanie Martinez did it. It'd be so cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's basically, you know, to the people who are starting out just, Rise it's, and grind. Yeah, yeah. It's as simple as that, but like, <laughs> no, it's uh, it's just like the gym. You yeah. know, go to the gym. You don't see progress the first day, but months later you're gonna see it. And you're like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's all about the dedication and just like, once it's not fun to you anymore, then figure another way around that. Right. But. Oh, I love it. That's, yeah, that's hard. I love it. All right, guys, we are going to end the show with some show and yell. Um, Holden. All right. Let's do it. You don't have to yell. A lot of people get confused. You don't have to yell the entire time. Just, just, just yell the, the item. Yeah, just be like, oh. <laughs> My first Green Day ticket. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Just turn the page. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no. This is uh, actually my first concert ticket ever. Wow. Um. My what sister, a great first concert. Oh, yeah. Right? No, it was awesome. Oh, it was so cool. fun. Yeah. Um, my sister, she took me to this. Um, and I wanted to, you know, kind of talk about that because um, it's very special to me. My sister passed away um, about two years ago, 2021. So sorry. Wow. No, nah, it's, you know, it's day by day, but yeah. she's uh, one of the biggest influences in my life where music you know, she would lock me in like the <laughs> uh, the laundry room and make me <laughs> learn the whole bye 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 dance by instinct. <laughs> she was the best. Like Aww. she's that's amazing. Like no, she would always like um, our mom would go to work, so she turn MTV on, and we would get to watch like the the music videos and stuff, <laughs> and like. I got to learn who Kanye was through her. You know, she yeah. she put me on, actually, to uh, the College of Dropout. 
the very first song I heard of Kanye was uh, Through the Wire. And okay. that will always be my favorite Kanye song. Yeah. Like it's oh. it just hit so different. You know, when you're a kid too and you have your favorite song. Right. Mm-hmm. It was that and bye bye bye. And so <laughs> um no but yeah she she surprised me with green day tickets one day and i think i was probably like six or seven years old Wow! and just it was a surreal moment and i will never forget it like that was the the happiest place i'd been yeah and you know because we grew up listening to green day and i was like she would always go to all the green day concerts and she took me my brother and my mom and it was That's just so sweet. Oh my gosh. So Little did you fun. know later on the Green Day engineer would be like Exactly again. <laughs> <laughs> trash. <laughs> like trash, bro. <laughs> I'm never listening to Green Day again. <laughs> I'm done. <Yeah. laughs> no, but like it's uh I framed it because, you know, that's it wasn't just because she'd passed away. Like she introduced me to music. She was the one who exposed me to basketball and the music like everything i love in life is what she showed me do you have any songs about her i do they're not released okay but yeah no i've definitely wrote a couple and i was just i mean it's nice to have even as like a personal thing yeah no exactly i was having this conversation last night in the studio and um you know it's it's hard i'll put a song out about that stuff Mm -hmm. but I'm you sure know, it takes a while. It to, does, yeah, it definitely does. Like, and you don't want people to be like, "Oh, just got to stream a song because of that." You know, it's it'll be later down the road, and yeah. you know, I have a lot of yeah. stuff to talk about in that yeah. way, and yeah. it'll be a you know, maybe that'll be a lot inspired by the next album or whatever it is. Yeah. But you know, you take inspiration as it comes, and you know, through all my music right now, she's there with it. So, yeah. but it's uh, yeah. Dude. Here, can you turn it toward the camera oh, yeah. one more time? It's framed. It's all pretty. That's that. amazing. <laughs> it's a little it's also, faded. When did you when did you frame it? Just recently? Uh, maybe like over a year ago. That's wild. That yeah. I mean it, it's in pretty It's like yeah, condition. you can kind of see the green day worn out. Yeah. But like it's I mean it's pretty decent condition for like how long you've had it. Yeah. Damn. No, it's yeah. And even at like six years old you knew I gotta keep this. Yes. And that. all my tickets, like my first basketball game I had. And, oh, really? Oh, that's um, so cool. Yeah, a bunch yeah. of them. But yeah, so this Dude. is my, my show and yell. Dude, I love it. That Hold might on. be my favorite show and yell. <laughs> I know. I'm just thinking it's really that. Good one. It's so good. <laughs> man. Sorry to all our other artists, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> Even some of yours, you're just like. Okay, well, all mine are like dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Domo. Here's a Spice yeah. Girls backpack. Yeah. No, I love it. <laughs> Spice Girls back then. Oh, lit, the first one. The Spice Girls. That's lit. Because, that was the first one. Oh, it's so good. I thought so you good. was about a dog. The Spice Girls, we was going to Oh. Have <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I agree. We were brawned by The mics yeah. are just going everywhere. No. no. <laughs> well, hold on, man. It's been a genuine, like, it's, this has been awesome. Like, yeah. it's no, just, no, I appreciate you I've guys so much. this interview so much. You've provided a lot of insight for me personally, too. I've, yeah. I've learned a you lot You really here. need to get your yourself together. I do. Thank <laughs> you, Patrick. Thank you. Be more like Holden. That's what right. I'm saying. So, man, um, tell us, you know, tell everyone where they can find you. Plug all the things. Yes. And- you can find me on Spotify, Apple Music under HLDN. Um, go stream this new album. You'll love the story behind it. Two-parter. Um, when does the second part come out? Are you allowed to say? Manager. October 13th. You got Friday the, the 13th, oh, baby. Oh, yes. That's <laughs> yes. perfect date. Oh, okay. 
exciting. But, yeah, no, I appreciate I, I appreciate you guys having us. Yeah, and no, dude, it was awesome. All loved you guys. And thank you, Mello. Thank you, Robin. Thank you, Jay, for coming on, guys. It was awesome. We'll see you next time. Go follow. Bye.